0: now and welcome back to another episode of the Passionate Stewardship Podcast, a podcast for helping professionals who strongly believe in supporting their community and the humans who live there. I am your host, Dr. Sherry. So I was chatting with my therapist and she asked me how my personal development plan was going. I told her, I think so far so good. I mean, we're only a couple weeks into the new year, but so far so good. I am very intentional about implementing more radical self-care into my life. And I have been for a very long time. I am being much more intentional about all of it. And that includes personal development, you know? And for me, We're not talking about just your basic self-care. We're talking about radical self-care. And radical self-care is about personal development because we're not just talking about your baseline stuff. And personal development is continuous learning. And setting personal goals, they're crucial for helping those who support others to prepare to implement radical self-care into their lives. And you can do this with your clients. You can help your clients implement radical self-care into their lives. Because remember, we're not talking about your manis and your petties and your massages and all of that stuff, even though who don't love a good mani and petty and massage. But we're talking about something that takes things to a whole nother level. We're talking about personal development, we're talking about doing something that's completely radical. And so personal development, it's, it's being self-aware. And being self-aware is crucial for not just us as human service professionals, because for us, it helps us identify the areas where radical self-care is needed. It makes us aware that, okay, I need to be more proactive in my professional radical self-care because I need to set better boundaries or I need to be better in my physical radical self-care because I haven't had my yearly mammogram and I need to take better care of my physical self. But you can also in turn do these same exact things with your clients. But for us as human service professionals, Under that professional development, it also supports our emotional intelligence. You know, it's helping us have effective management of our emotions. And that is crucial for us as human service professionals and developing emotional intelligence. You know, it enables us to be more present to our clients and what it is that they need. You know, this professional development, it's also a continuous learning process. And with it, there is some adaptability. That needs to all, you have to be adaptable. Continuous learning ensures that us as professionals, you know, we have to stay up to date on the industry trends, the new approaches, and the best practices, because then it helps us be able to help our clients better. You know, this adaptability is essential for responding. To the demanding and the changing trends when it comes to our roles, so we can avoid the burnout. It also enhances our skills. You know, learning new skills equips us with additional tools and it helps us to manage the stress. It helps us with our communication and our interpersonal dynamics. These skills also contribute to a more resilient professional within ourselves it helps us with setting some personal goals especially that work life balance you know establishing good work life balance goals helps with personal goal setting and professional goal setting but also personal and professional boundary setting and it helps us to be able to allocate allocate time for both personal well-being, and also professional well-being, which is very crucial for preventing burnout and for maintaining and sustaining energy and focus. Most recently, I had to go to the doctor's office. I was chit-chatting with a nurse. I had to ask her, like, you okay? She was like, yeah, I'm just really, really tired. And she was just saying just how burnt out. This flu and cold season just has everybody like constantly, like everybody is coming in and everybody is feeling like just blah. And it's like a nonstop thing. You know, unfortunately, they don't get a lot of time off. They don't get a lot of the holidays off, but it's just like, you know, self care. It's just not one of those things that like as a nurse, they know they're supposed to be practicing it, but it's just not one of those things that. It's enforced within the office. She was saying that it's been this way since the pandemic. And how many times have we heard that? This is the premise of why I even started the Passionate Stewardship Podcast or why I even started my coaching and consulting business because I saw the need for nonprofits to show up better for their human service professionals as a result of the pandemic. Because so many, you know, Human service organizations or social service organizations were still open, still functioning, did not have any plans in place, did not know how to even put a plan in place, but we were still functioning without any guidance and folks were completely burning out. As the nurse was sharing with me, that's exactly what is happening now during this flu season. And I think she also, if I remember correctly, she also said this RSV season that, Nurses are completely burnt out because so much is going on. So many folks are coming in right now that are completely sick and they're inundated with patients. Folks are just like completely overwhelmed. That work-life balance, she's like, what work-life balance? Also, you know, under setting personal goals, it's like the motivation, you know, having clear personal goals can provide motivation and purpose. You know, helping professionals prioritize radical self-care practices and maintain overall well-being. But many of these things have to come from the top down. Like. Your nurses, your doctors, your human service professionals, like all of these individuals, like we know that these things are supposed to be happening. But if the larger system is not enforcing it, and if these larger systems don't have the policies, the procedures, and the mechanisms in place in order for it to trickle down to your support staff, your mid-management, then what you are going to have is a bunch of burnout folks you're going to have a bunch of sick folks because what happens as a result of burnout that your body can begin to shut down and your you will get sick systems have got to show up better so implementing radical self-care like you have to have customized strategies you know professionals you can identify radical self-care strategies that align with your needs and preferences through professional development. This customization can ensure that self-care practices are practical and sustainable. Like everything doesn't have to have a price tag on it. Even if you are working on your shift, you know, like closing your office door for 10 minutes of complete silence. Everyone is entitled to a lunch. Everyone is entitled to breaks. Even if it means during those breaks, during your lunches, you are shutting your office door, you are taking that time, and you are just zoning completely out, you are grounding yourself, and you are taking that time to just be, you have to do what is necessary to take care of yourself. Continuous learning and personal development and your goal settings, it also helps professionals become more resilient. All of the stuff that we just named, all of this stuff is, these are stressors. And you want your folks to bounce back from this stuff. You want your folks to show back up on Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and Friday. Not the weekend if they don't work at a hospital, but or or if you don't work at a facility that you're 24-7, seven days a week, but you want your folks to show up. You know, the continuous learning and the professional development and the goal setting, it enables professionals to navigate challenges and stressors more effectively, allowing for more impactful radical self-care. Again, we're not talking about the manies and the petties and the and the massages. Even though, again, those things are great, but we're talking about something that is much more deeper than that. Radical self care. It's personal development. It is going to impact every aspect of your life, and if businesses and organizations and corporations. They have to do something. That's why retention is the way it is within organizations and within corporations. And when I was talking to the nurse, she was like, they have seen so many new nurses over the past year that it is ridiculous. And she attributes it to burnout. Personal development and continuous learning and setting personal goals, it empowers human service professionals and anyone who is in service work to build the necessary skills, awareness, and the motivation for implementing radical self-care into their lives. This in turn contributes to their overall well-being and effectiveness in their roles. And if they're effective in their roles, It benefits everyone. It benefits the company, the organization, the entity that they work for, but it also benefits their household. So it benefits everyone. It benefits their clients, their patients. It benefits everyone. Nobody wants to go to the doctor and have a crabby nurse. No one wants to come into an organization and have a crabby case manager or a crabby advocate. You want to work with people who are kind. You want to work with people who are empathetic. You want to work with people who care about your well-being. So in order to work with people who care about your well-being, we have to start caring about people's well-being. It's all about radical self-care, folks. All about radical self-care. Remember, Radical self-care is health care and kindness is free. So do me a favor and be kind to someone today. I love you so much for listening. Until next time, be good to yourself and others. Bye.